Good evening, everybody. Welcome to my podcast. I am so delighted and excited to have a special guest tonight. We are going to be discussing the downside of entrepreneurship. My inspiration behind wanting to record this podcast is because a lot of times we do not hear about the downside of things. When we hear about a company, most of the time we see the company when it's at its best, when it's thriving, when it's kind of guiding itself out of that first few years hole that they were in. And they've kind of worked their way up and got into like the success that they want. But a lot of times we don't get to talk to entrepreneurs and actually discuss all of the downsides of them reaching that success. And I feel that this podcast is going to be very realistic. It's going to be very raw. It's going to be very open. And I could not have picked a better guest than the person that I am having tonight. And I'm going to allow my guest to introduce herself. And we're going to talk a little bit about how we met. (laughs) Hi. Okay, so my name is Tara. And I also run a podcast. Uh, It's called Wake Up with Tara Live. I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, I've lived lived everywhere. Ohio, Cincinnati, Kentucky. uh, And now... I am in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I'm so happy that you invited me to do this topic tonight because I got a lot to say and I'm going to keep it only way I know how to, which is just completely honest and be myself. And I'm so glad that you brought this topic up because this is something that a lot of people need to know about. Yes, I totally agree with that. And I'll tell you guys how I was inspired to invite her to my show today. So I was on my Instagram, just looking for new people to follow. And I think I stumbled across, it was, I think it came up in the people you may know or a suggestion. And I think I was drawn to the background of the picture. So I kind of clicked on it and I started going through her page and I stumbled across the YouTube channel and she had a really great video on there. And she was talking about all the downsides of becoming an entrepreneur. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is some really good information. So that prompted me to reach out to her via Instagram DM. And as I continue to go through her videos and hear about her journey, I realized that she actually knows my cousin. We was meant to be connected. <laughs> yes, it was so meant to be, for sure. Yep. And so I was like, oh my gosh, you know, my cousin. And um, I did a mental health podcast a few months ago in a health podcast. And my cousin was actually on there talking about her journey to health. And so I'm just so excited and ecstatic that we got to connect. And we are really about to get into some things right now. She's going to talk about her journey, and then I'm just going to fill in where I can fill in and talk about some of the downsides that I have had uh, on my road to becoming an entrepreneur. 
Mm-hmm. So for those of you that do not know or are a little unsure of what the meaning of entrepreneurship is, it is the creation of something or a product that is valuable or seems valuable to other people, or it is a company offering services to others. So that's kind of like the standard definition of entrepreneurship. And now I'm going to allow Tara to talk about her story and how she journeyed into the path of becoming an entrepreneur. I like how you broke that down. She gave us the Webster Dictionary because you know what? You and I both know that being an entrepreneur is way more than what the, the, the dictionary says. Um, if I can elaborate on that. I feel like that the entrepreneur is somebody who undeniably in their heart just knows that my husband probably agrees. I just cannot work for nobody else. And I have to create my own thing because I've tried everything. And you know what? But the only thing that works for me is to get out here and do it myself. Like that's, that's really where my spirit is just like on fire at. So a little bit about me. I tell y'all from Detroit, um, I worked in healthcare for like 11 long years after going to college and, you know, getting my degree in um, education. And um, I got into various things like medical assistant, uh, dialysis. And so I kind of just worked my way up um, in the field of healthcare. So I just got to the point where I'm like, this is not really what I want to do. I wanted to help people. I always have a heart to help people, but I didn't want, you know, to spend you know, the majority of my life just working a nine to five and no shade to nine to fives because, you know, nine to fives get you where you got to go until you can actually branch off on your own. Um, I've had several businesses and at first I was ashamed to tell people that because I was shunned. I was put down about it. So I started off after healthcare, having my own like home care business where I would go and pick up patients and, you know, transport them to their doctor's appointments. Then I branched off into media and I had like a media business. <laughs> I've been around. I had a hair wrap business. Um, I ran like a little small blog recently, which the blog turned into a podcast, which is how me and you got here. So I'm happy about that. Uh, and then formerly one of my faves was I had a natural care business. I made my own soaps body butters and all that stuff each business was pretty much like me tapping into a talent that god gave me and i was just trying to really just figure out what i should do and where i should be so in the midst of that i learned a lot of things about entrepreneurship and it is a good thing it's rewarding because you actually see a dream that you had literally being created into a reality you manifest it and it's like oh my god did i really create this can I, can, did I create this thing that I can touch, that I can pay my bills off of? When I first literally received my first pay from creating my own business and I was able to go out and be like, oh, I can buy things off of my idea. Like my idea became that real. It's just a different feeling. It's kind of like, you know, some people say when you get the taste of the good life, you can't never go back to the other life. So ever since that bug, the entrepreneurial bug has bit me, it's been hard to try to adjust back into working a traditional job. And the biggest thing that I have found to be an obstacle in being an entrepreneur is that, and I have to say this, the support. My biggest support has come from people that do not know me at all. Like I met you, you know, on Instagram. I met Pam, your cousin. Through Facebook, it was, we both did a, um, it was some type of an event that we did and we both spoke online and the amount of support I have received from you and from Pam and people like both of y'all, it's as if y'all have known me my whole life, but there are people who have known me my whole life 
they won't click, they won't hit a like, they won't subscribe, they won't make a purchase. They won't even open their mouth just to even share a word because word of mouth is also support. And the biggest thing that hurts the most since we're getting into the downside of this is people that know you don't support you. And it hurts. And some people say words don't hurt. Or what's that thing I used to say when we was kids? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But they do. Like words have so much power. And just understanding that someone you know won't say something like being silent is just as good as not saying anything. So I've been dealing with the battle of, you know, really just getting over the fact that people that know me don't really support me. And it broke me down. I'll be completely honest. I cried. Like I cried. I got stressed out. I even had an anxiety and a panic attack behind it, which journeys piggybacks on what you were talking about with mental health. And I completely shut my business down and I almost gave up. Like I literally almost gave up on entrepreneurship because it got to the point where I'm like, I'm working hard. You know, I'm literally, I don't have a loan. I didn't go and take out any, I'm not getting any help. I'm doing this from my own pockets. My husband is helping me. You know, he's sacrificing things. I'm sacrificing things. I'm watching my family not be able to do things that we want to do because, you know, my family believes in me so much to get this business off the ground. And then here I am with this product. Nobody's buying. <laughs> Nobody's clicking. I'm like, oh my God, did I literally just spend all my money on this and nobody's supporting me? So there are days that we went without dinner. It even got to the point where I was borderline homeless because I believed in my dreams so much but others didn't, that it stressed me out. And that's the point that I think people really need to realize. And I don't know if I'm going on too long. If I am, just stop me, you know. <laughs> um, I have to touch on another part of entrepreneurship. I don't like that this generation treats entrepreneurship like a trend. Like it's the, oh girl, you get your Gucci bag. I got my Birkin bag. You're a girl, I got a business. You got a business. Lord, <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. So. I'm going to leave this, leave this person nameless. There was a person that came to me and said, oh my God, Terry, you got so much experience with starting a business, you know, can you help me start mine? So I did and they paid me and I helped them. So I did tell them like, this is something you have to work for. you got to promote. There's a lot of things that go into being an entrepreneur. You got to promote your own stuff. You got to advertise. You got to pay the price for shipping and handling. You got to, there is nights that I am up to two, three, four in the morning knowing I got to be up to get to work at six. And I don't come home and get done until midnight. Like you have to really have a higher level of dedication and discipline as an entrepreneur that a lot of people don't realize. They think it's, oh, I'm about to start something, I'm gonna make some money. Honestly, <laughs> you're not gonna, you might not make no money right starting off. It might be years that you don't go with anything. And that is where being an entrepreneur separates yourself from a lot of people. You still gotta be willing to go even when you don't see the coins coming in, even when people are not supporting you even when you are at your very end. It's just something in you, you gotta say, nope, I know this is gonna work. Nope, I'm not giving up. And there are nights that you cry, like I was saying. And you wanna give up, and, and you probably do. <laughs> you probably do <laughs> that night. You know, you're like, I'm done. But you're only talking about what I'm done. Then come days later, you're like, look, let me go through my books and let me figure out what I did wrong so I can get this right. So I really just feel like the biggest part, the downside, that part of entrepreneurship comes from not having support from people that you know. And I'm pretty sure if you were in their shoes, you would support them. You know what I'm saying? But they won't support you. Understanding it's not a trend 
at all. It's it's a journey. Like being an entrepreneur is a life. You know, some people say it's a life path. It's a lifestyle. You know, you change everything about yourself to make this thing work. You start changing your finances. You get yourself on a budget. You literally cut back on a lot. And then you start noticing when you take the path for entrepreneurship that people you thought who were your friends, they're not your friends because you can't talk to them about your business because they're not really supportive. And when you try to tell them things, they don't want to hear it. And then the other thing that I really want to shed light on is the mental status that you go through as an entrepreneur. That's something that I think people don't realize. You have a lot of breakdowns. You're going to cry. You're going to have your anxiety, your panics. And pretty much you may even feel like, you know what, I need to check myself into an asylum because I'm about to lose my mind. So becoming an entrepreneur is, is scary, but it's rewarding, but it's crazy, but it's fun, but it's worth it. If I, if that's the way to describe it, like <laughs> it's all of that, like really. And when you finally get to that point where you like, I freaking made it. You just look at yourself in the mirror like, woo! You know, you just, you just, you just have that big moment of air that comes out of you like, and you learn a lot of things about life along the way, like a lot. That is so awesome. <laughs> oh my goodness. So the whole time you were talking, so many thoughts were like running through my brain. And so... One thing that I do want to say is I definitely uh, commend you for sticking to it. I commend you on staying on your journey, staying on your life path. It's definitely not an easy path. I am one of those entrepreneurs that also work a full-time job. So mm -hmm. I go to work every day and then I have to still spend time promoting my business. I still have to spend time dedicated to my business and I'm not always getting paid for that time like it's literally sometimes free time one thing you mentioned was about the support um I think mm -hmm. that is a really big factor for and I bet a lot of entrepreneurs can attest to their family and their friends and people that are closest to them when they started their business or when they put the idea out there what they wanted to do they probably got shot down. They probably didn't get a lot of support at all. They probably still to this day not supporting their business. And like you mentioned, it's not always about even money. Sometimes, like you said, sometimes it's word of mouth. Sometimes it's just sharing a post. Sometimes it's just resharing something. People will literally go online and post a celebrity on their birthday, but they will not post their family member or their friend's business not one time I tell but, <laughs> but they'll post something for somebody that they don't know that don't know them from a can of paint they won't help them at all mm -hmm. but they'll post things for them and they'll promote their businesses and their brands and, and their products oh my goodness so you mentioned that you had all of these businesses do you mm -hmm. currently still have any of those businesses active now or are you completely just doing your blog now? No, thank God. See, that's when my breakdown came. God basically gave me a message to say that I was having all this trouble because I wasn't focusing on what God wanted me to do. I was, even though we're, let's just keep it real, we're multi-talented people. 
you just can't do everything just because you're good at everything. Like, and I learned that the hard way. So I decided to tap into something that I truly am passionate about the most. Like right now I'm talking to you. I love talking to people. I love connecting with people. And I love being being vocal about my life and my experience. And I'm like, okay, I had a blog, I had this, I had that. And I'm actually, I'm not new to podcasting because I've done it before, but I've never done my own. So God was like, listen, this is what you need to do. Because here's the crazy thing. You said it right there. And that just gave me a transformation tonight. Because I asked God, like, just give me a sign. And you just gave it to me. You connected with me because you saw my YouTube video. And then you saw my background. So that means that my audience connects with me through my voice, which I put on video. If I had never put that video out there and talked about my experience, who knows if we would have connected? You know what I'm saying? So no, I don't have all those other businesses. I just have my podcast and um, I do work my job. Other than that, I'm focusing full-time on this. This is my first time I'm focusing full-time on one thing, but I'm doing that. Awesome. <laughs> I think that's a really great ideal. Um, so I have, well, I'm a writer, so I write okay. books. And my first book is out. And I remember when I published it and then I was wondering like, should I rush to put out the second one and this and that? And finally, I t myself said, no, you don't have to rush to put it out. You, this book hasn't even been out that long. You're still building your audience. Um, I had got social media back so I can rebrand everything. So I am still working on building my audience, um, getting me a support system, getting me supporters, getting me a community. And I've just been promoting my first book. And I was actually blogging at first and I did and <laughs> I literally asked one of my friends one day because they're really good at like graphic design and looking at things and telling you how you can really improve it and they have a really great input. So I looked, I told him to look at my website and tell me, should I improve anything? Should I change anything? And he said, the only thing that I would tell you to change is find a way that you could turn your blog in a way for your audience to interact with you. And I was like, well, maybe I should turn it into a podcast because I was already thinking about doing that anyway. <laughs> yep. So I did a video and I was like, okay, everybody, I just want to ask a question. Should I continue to blog or should I turn this blog into a podcast? And every single person said podcast, 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 podcast. And so yep. finally I created it. And I did it and I've had it for probably like seven months now. So I've been really excited since I started my podcast. And I said, this is something that I can do to continue to promote myself, to continue to promote my writing business, continue to promote <laughs> myself as an author. I can literally have the podcast. And in between the time of me promoting my books or writing my books i can be doing the podcast and connecting with right. other people and i'm just so grateful um, for this opportunity i'm so grateful um that i was able to have you and although you went through those things in the past it might have felt like a curse then but it's completely a blessing i think you put something out there really important that people should really take heed to and that is not doing too many things at one time mm -hmm. yep. i have talked to a lot of friends and they've been interested in starting businesses and i told them you know first thing i tell them is focus on one thing at a time don't try to do 100 things at once especially if you still have to work 
because I don't know about anybody else, but I don't want my business to drown. So I've yeah. uh, my business has been um, incorporated for over a year now. It has been an LLC for over a year. And although I didn't make a ton of money last year, I did make some money, but at least I didn't drown. And that's because I still have my full-time job. But I always give that advice to my friends that are interested. I tell them um, not to do too many things at once. Make sure that they get everything legal, like getting all their stuff legal, trademark, um, anything that they, that they want is them, making sure they get that squared away first because that's gonna be most important. You don't wanna start a business and it start taking off and you didn't get it branded. Then next thing you know, somebody comes in and they take the idea and they open up their LLC with it and you really don't have anything to fight against because you didn't get everything done legally that you were supposed to get done. Yep. Um, and definitely not doing so many things at once because we all know if you're doing too many things at one time, something's gonna get neglected. If I'm watching TV and trying to listen to the radio, I'm either actively watching the TV or I'm listening to the radio and I couldn't tell you like what, what I'm doing both at the same time. It's just not possible. As much as people like to say, I can multitask. I'm like, yeah, right. Let me see if you can really multitask. Let me talk to you and you talk to another person and then you come back and report back exactly what both of us said. They probably not gonna be able to do that. Yo. So it's just the truth. Do you have any more suggestions or tips for upcoming entrepreneurs or people that feel that they are interested in becoming an entrepreneur? Yes, yes I do. Um, I'm gonna narrow it down to three things. Like you said, if you know for sure what you wanna do, because that may take a little while, legalize it. Register your business with the IRS, get an EIN, it's free. It's free to do it. Please don't ever let anybody tell you you need to pay for EIN, that is free. Decide whether it needs to be an LLC, a trademark or a copyright, because everybody's been preaching it's LLC, LLC, but not everything needs to be an LLC. It depends on the type of business that you are, are um, launching or creating. And then number three, uh, how can I say this? Um, grow where you are supported. That's the best way to put it. Whoever is in your circle that is honestly giving you positive advice and supporting you in a way that you actually feel you're growing from, put your business there. Don't try to market in a market that you know is not gonna work for you. Don't be trying to take yourself to Twitter if you're not on Twitter. Don't be trying to be like, I'm be on Facebook if you don't even, you're not active on Facebook. And the last thing um, that I can say is to um, step outside of fear because starting a business is gonna be a scary thing at first and it's gonna feel uncomfortable. But through that uncomfortableness is where you find yourself and, and where you become your best at. So there you go. Awesome. <laughs> and to add to what she said, I actually, have three tips as well. Um, when it comes to your business, you definitely want to learn how to do marketing really fast, or you at least want to get some type of um, training done or talking to someone. Marketing is going to be the most important thing. Um, that is what's going to draw other people to you. Just like I mentioned how I was drawn to her background of her Instagram or whatever it was, it's all about visual. So you definitely want to make sure you have good marketing, like you have a website, you don't want to come off as shady to people. 
you know, you're hopping in people's inbox and they're like, hey, do you have a website? Do you have a, e- a business email? Do you have any type of other way I can contact you other than Instagram? Because I'm going to, if you do that to me, I'm going to automatically assume that you are not a legit business. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not going to do business with you. I'm not going to do no type of exchanges of cash app through Instagram DM. I'm not going to do any of that. So <laughs> the first, go ahead. <laughs> Since you just said that, I have to say that because that was a lesson to me. Please do not rely. We are on the social media platform to grow our businesses, but don't rely on the social media platforms as to be your business because that's not your business. Somebody else owns Instagram and Facebook. So it is necessary that you get a website. Even if the website is basic as hell, please get a website because you own that. Because if social media shuts down today, who's going to find your business? Nobody. So please get a website. Okay, that's all I had to say now. <laughs> yes. Ashe to that. Ooh, Ashe, Ashe, that's right. <laughs> Ashe to that. That is that is nothing but the truth. I tell people that all the time. I'm like, listen, I don't own any of these social media platforms. I am going to have my website and my podcast is on my website just in case Spotify, Apple, Google, any of them decide, hey, we don't want to deal with y'all. We going off the radar. My space has, has come and gone. So in case that were to ever happen, you definitely want to make sure you have your website. You want to make sure you have a business email, unless you want to flood your personal email with a bunch of business stuff. You kind of want to keep those things separate, especially when it comes down to your legal stuff and taxes. You want to kind of make sure you have those things lined up. For people that are interested in becoming an entrepreneur, you also want to realize that you are going to spend some time on your business and you have to make time for your business. It's just realistic. And if you're especially doing like a service, like if you're trying to give service to people, you're going to have to spend like a lot of time doing that. So definitely want to um, make sure that you are spending time for your business that you're whether that's marketing, networking with other people, talking to other people, uh, finding a way to do collaborations, finding a way to get yourself in the community, get into events. Just make sure that you're spending some time on your business because you can't just say, oh, okay, I started a business and think, you know, things are just going to fall out of the sky. Like, okay, you started a business, but you're not out here promoting. Nobody really knows what you're, what's going on, what you're doing. So you definitely want to make sure you... Uh, take some time for your business and last but not least because I have some other tips but I'm just gonna wrap it up with this one is just (laughs) believe in yourself you know Mm -hmm. believe in yourself when nobody else is believing in you believe that you know that you have something that's worth having out there in the world that you're gonna give your all to it and eventually I feel that it will pay off for you just as it has paid off for us and it's paying off for us. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't, I don't have the biggest following on social media yet. And, um, but I always say that that time will come when it's time. My time is, is not on anybody else's clock. It's, everything is in divine timing for me. So I don't get all wrapped up in, oh, okay, this person has this many followers and they're doing the same thing I'm doing, why I can't? do this and you know I don't get all wrapped up in that I just go with divine timing everything is gonna come when it needs to come and I want genuine support not Mm -hmm. just a bunch of fillers so that's what people tend to be they just (laughs) become fillers and they're not really genuine they're just there so 
I really want to thank you for coming on my podcast today. I'm so happy that we had this conversation. I feel that it is going to reach who it needs to reach and it's going to get to the masses. So please let everyone know how they can get in contact with you. Okay. Uh, I thank you for having me on your show. I enjoy myself. You all can find me on my website, wakeupwithtara.live. I'll spell it out really quick. I know you're not a spell week. W-A-K-E-U-P-W-I-T-H-T-A-R-A dot live. I'm also on Instagram, Wake Up With Tara Live. And I'm also on YouTube, Wake Up With Tara Live. That's it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.